0: You're listening to closer look. Pastor Bill here and I'm I'm here today with uh, Pastor Dave. Hello, what we wanted to talk a little bit about today is uh, family time. You know, there's so many ideals around uh, what an ideal family would look like. and you know family time is supposed to be a time of celebration and gathering. but if we're honest, not all family relationships are healthy and happy. You know, many times we dread the thought of getting together with family or family gatherings at weddings or funerals or even around the times of holidays. And so we wanted to talk a little today about when the time comes to be with family and when there's tension in relationships, how we can best uh, involve ourselves in those situations.
1: Yeah, and this is a, uh, I think this is something that we need to define right out of the front as being very common. It's uh, every day in America, really, or even in the world, um, Wherever there's people, there's going to be conflict, and uh, no more than in our most intimate family relationships, whether it's uh, parents or siblings, um, sometimes the expectations can be different with family than they are uh, with, with others. And so sometimes people will feel, as Christians, that our obligation is, we just have to say yes. We just have to go along to, to kind of get
0: along. You know, saying no is probably one of the most important things we can do for ourselves and and really for circumstances, so long as we know why we're saying no. You know, I think the term boundary is oftentimes used, and I'd like to define it here really quick. Really, as I understand things, personal boundaries are guidelines, they're rules or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them. And how they will respond when someone passes those limits, so many times no is is the best thing you can do in a circumstance is' just to know why you're saying no.
1: Um, understanding that and again, it's that, that's a revelation right there to many of our um of our listeners and callers is the idea that you can even say no. Um, so let's get a little bit more
0: specific. so even if it's mom or even if it's dad, yeah, especially if it's your mother. So, so many times it's basically, uh, the difference between loving and honoring or obeying as adults. Now we're not really to obey our parents, especially when they're acting is, uh, when the way they're acting is unbecoming or is not best for the family dynamic and family in the relationship in the situation.
1: So it is okay to say no, uh, from time to time, but what about, um, what about when you say yes?
0: Yeah, I, re- I really appreciate that because uh, if you decide that, first of all, if you decide that saying yes is best for everybody in the situation, I really think it's critically important that we put together a plan. You know, fail to plan is planning to fail, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I know. I think you got to identify, like, if it's a if it's a situation where there's a maybe there's a a, a person in the relationship that has been abusive to you verbally, or is just a toxic person. And they, um, maybe there's a topic that they bring up that is volatile within the family. And that's what we're trying to avoid, but we couldn't say no to the event and we know we're going to be there. We're going to face this person. It's knowing up front, um, how we're going to respond. And if, you know, because we, especially if we know that that we're there's a really good chance, we're going to face that criticism or whatever it is. And, um, So being aware of, of what is, um, how do we want to approach that? Thinking that in advance, I think is, is crucial.
0: People can really push those buttons, right? We have these triggers that really set us off. So I think coming in prepared, you know, with a strategy and understanding what you're going to do when somebody pushes those buttons. So we respond instead of react. And many times just thinking through this and developing a strategy up front can, uh, can help you out. Right. And, And part of it is, it also helps you to be aware of your emotional
1: level so that you aren't reacting in the moment. You've decided, I'm going to walk into this situation prepared and in control of myself. Because what do we not have control of here? We don't have control of them. Who do we have control of? We have control of ourselves, And so that's what we have to manage throughout this. Because remember, our most closest relationships tend to to push our buttons the most there. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of sometimes backstory to why we feel these things. And so I'm um, going into it, giving your permission yourself permission to um, sometimes just to back away from a conversation that's going to be unhealthy, giving yourself permission to um, when this conversation comes up, uh, I'm going to walk away from it, or I'm going to say, you know what, this isn't the right time to have that conversation or just being willing to shift topics maybe having some topics prepared in advance um, you know if once that that topic is brought up you're going to go okay I'm going to I'm going to start talking about the weather or we're going to start talking about the our our sports team and something to divert it to something that's uh, a less volatile
0: you know basically putting together a strategy before the doorbell rings whether you're going to be visiting them they're visiting you so think about strategize you know think about where you're going to sit during the meals what are the conversations you're going to have and how can you set some good boundaries around tough concepts or tough subjects right in in those tough conversations to your point you know about responding how will you respond to sensitive issues that could come up you know or even those awkward silences those times of awkward silences how are you going to fill the voids like you mentioned the idea about weather or your favorite sports team you know what are the safe areas of 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 conversations and i think also developing maybe four or five canned responses, some things that you're gonna use when you feel like you're on the hot seat or when you feel like you're being accused of something or the conversation's going in an uncomfortable area. You know, like a canned response, something along the lines of I'm I'm sorry you feel that way. Really what I'm trying to convey to you or I'm trying to help you understand would be this. Uh, a canned response, another option for a canned response might be diverting the conversation into into a healthier or safer area. So I think I think the key with the canned response is to understand how you're feeling and understand how you can actually affect positivity in the circumstance to get it to a, in a more appropriate area. so you can lead by example so that you can help others come to a healthy and a, and a safe place uh, as you' they're getting together and gathering.
1: Well, and, and also just knowing that you don't necessarily have to have the answer right then. If you're if somebody's grilling you on something or, or coming at you with something, um, it may or may not be appropriate to respond ever. Um, but it may not be appropriate to respond then. And so just the the process of tabling it, saying, hey, you know, this isn't the right place. Um, I'd be willing to have this conversation with you later after I have some time to think about it and maybe talk about it on my own, pray about it a little bit. And then, um, you know, so you're not necessarily putting them off indefinitely. um, Or indefinitely, it may mean just you're going to have the conversation at a later date. And that's okay too.
0: Yeah, sometimes just silence letting a statement or a comment set in the air and let the person realize the statement that they just made and let the room realize the statement that was just made again I think a lot of the a lot of the importance with when you're dealing with uh, difficulty and difficult family situations is just to come in prepared and planned to how you're going to respond and not react so when your buttons get pushed that you actually have a response not a reaction so you don't inflame or pour gasoline on a situation that could be very volatile or very uh, difficult
1: and I would say if you're working with your spouse on this this is where you guys can cooperate and be each other's support you know it it may be having a a code word or something uh, you know like uh, you know red, red, code red or something simple like, or, or I need to go to the bathroom. Maybe that's your code or something that says that, Hey, I need your help here. This situation is, you know, and then they can come alongside and maybe they can be the one that help, help divert it uh, or bring or change, bring that change of conversation. They stand strong together in that. That's, that's where that, that helpmate that help in those situations can be
0: beneficial as well. Yeah. Sometimes I think when you're getting together with family too, you can just, uh, schedule some fun in there. You know, sometimes the most difficult conversations come up when there's dead space and people just have to sit around the table and talk to each other. Well, maybe you can bring in some board games. Maybe you can do something like take a family walk or go down to a local park and play a ball game, uh, getting together and just spending that time together in, in, with some varieties, a variety of options there. One other idea about scheduling some fun is maybe you, uh, get together with the younger kids there and play some video games there with them or do something that's interactive with the family a dance game or something that would be on the video game they're so popular especially with with younger kids uh younger people here today and so that could be another fun thing you do or just even engage in the in the football game or whatever's taking place you know or sometimes just take a me time if you feel like you're just reaching that limit where uh things you're just hitting that maximum taking the time to just go take a walk and just say, you know, I've been wanting to exercise more. I'm just need to go stretch my legs and get some fresh air.
1: Yeah. And I think this, in all of this, it's that diverting and uh, and moving to alternative ways. And worse comes to worse. I mean, it, sometimes it's necessary to end that engagement and, and pick it up at another time. If it's, if, if it's, if all those things aren't, aren't don't appear to be working right there. If something seems to be really pushing, um, the tension and and making it uncomfortable for everybody, and and the responses aren't helping, then sometimes it's time to just end that chapter and and maybe leave um, the event that you're at and try it again at a later date.
0: So you know, I think it's really important. You know, you're going to get together. You're going to know how long the the gathering is going to be, the amount of time that you're going to have to be there. So prepare for that full amount of time. As you start to and come to the end and the conclusion of that time think about how you really wanna end that time. And I think one of the most important things to do is to communicate your values, communicate the value of your love and your desire for the best for the entire family, even and especially when they've been acting in an unbecoming way. I think that's one of the best ways we can set the example, we can set the bar and we can set what health looks like in a family situation. So I think those are really important things as we come into these family gatherings.
1: And because we know that, and we've defined that, and we've talked to our, our family and our spouse or significant other about that. Now we can come into it and say, okay, well, we've done these things to try to have a good time and, and it's just not working today. So we're going to, you know, we're going to, because of that, we're going to, we're going to leave now. Um, you know, we've, we've met our obligation. And so we, you know, again, affirming the love, we love you. This isn't the end of our relationship. Um, but we're going to leave now um, and we're going to, you know, maybe try this again at a later date and, and be okay with that. And it doesn't have to be this big hoopla in front of everybody. And it could be maybe just with the host or just with that person and just making that, and then just lovingly step out and, and, and say your goodbyes. The situation doesn't control you. You you control the situation. And so being, being in the moment, being self-aware, controlling yourself, I think is, is the key to, to making this go. And um, and then, like we said, advan- preparing in advance um, the best that you can and walking in being emotionally ready uh, for whatever is happening
0: and understanding you don't have to react. You can lovingly respond. As uh, as As believers in Christ, I think there's an extra, if you're a believer in Christ, I think there's an extra burden that can really be placed on us where people will use our faith against us in a lot of ways. And really as a believer, our goal should really be to reconcile as much as appropriate. So, when appropriate, to uh, place a no, place a boundary there by saying no, and when appropriate, to make yourself available and present, and and really working as Colossians three thirteen says. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. That doesn't mean you have to be a doormat. That doesn't mean that you uh, should avoid those conversations. What it really means is do the heart search and understand what's really driving you, what the motives are behind what you're doing and how you're acting and how you're responding in these circumstances. Come in prepared and let God kind of guide those steps in those family conversations. This has been Air One Closer Look. Find us online at airone.com.